The Pat Kenny Show on News Talk with Matter Private Network. During current restrictions, don't ignore your health concerns. Our expert team is ready to help. Now we're joined by News Talk's technology correspondent, uh, Jess Kelly. We've lots to talk about, loads of questions coming in, Jess, for you. But first of all, I want to ask you about a cybersecurity conference you're hosting on Thursday. Yeah, that's right. Uh, it's here in News Talk and it's taking place online and it is completely free. So on Thursday evening at 7pm, I'll be joined by uh, cybersecurity experts to talk about what really uh, we're talking about when we say ransomware, cyber attacks and so on and how you can best protect your business. And that's all with thanks to Cisco. So if you do want to tune in, you just go to facebook.com forward slash News Talk FM and we will be live at 7pm this coming Thursday. Now, you also want to tell me something about the European Court of Justice and what they have to say on data protection. Yeah, really interesting news in the last few hours, um, Pat. The ECJ has ruled that privacy complaints against tech giants don't need to go through the Irish Data Protection Commission anymore, which is a bit of a blow to the Office of the Data Protection uh, Commission here in Ireland. Up until this point, if any uh, citizen uh, wanted to complain against the big tech giants that are headquartered here in Ireland, it all had to go through Helen Dixon's office. However, in the last hour or thereabouts, um, it has been ruled that that is not the case anymore. So citizens across Europe can now go to uh, their national data protection authorities and as I said this is this is seen as a bit of a blow uh, to the data protection commission here it slightly dilutes their power it dilutes their clout so um, it'll be interesting to see the fallout from that but as I said that ruling has been passed down in the last hour and a bit. Okay, now, uh, in terms of products that uh, you want to talk about, let's talk about the Apple HomePod uh, news there. Yeah, this is really exciting. Um, Apple's HomePod Mini is now available in Ireland. Uh, As you know, Pat, for the last number of years, we've received texts in every other week uh, from Apple fans asking why can't they get the HomePod in Ireland? When will it be arriving? And the answer is from today you can go to the Apple website and you can buy the HomePod Mini which is the small one. Now there's a few things to note. I've been using one uh, for the last week or so Firstly, they're very, very small. So it's slightly bigger than a tennis ball. The sound quality is by far the best out of any of the smart assistants I've tried. Um, It is very easy to set up, but there are a few things that you need to know. Firstly, it's next to useless if you have an Android phone. Uh, So you do need to be an Apple household to get the most out of uh, the HomePod It uses Siri and the speaker quality, as I mentioned, is fantastic. But one of the things that I love about it is you don't have to yell over the loud music or the loud podcast or the loud radio show you're listening to to get Siri's attention. You can just speak at your normal tone and it has such brilliant mics built into it that it can hear you. Also, it's built into that Apple ecosystem. So if you ask it to play a song on Spotify, it'll essentially wet itself. Uh, It'll always push you to go towards Apple Music. So they are things to be mindful of. Also, it's uh, €99, which is considerably more expensive than some of the mini versions of the other speakers that are available at the moment. Okay, and then the other product you want to talk about is uh, a Weber barbecue, which can link up with your mobile phone. 
Yeah, so I, I don't know if you remember, Pat, a few years ago, we brought an air fryer here into the studio and I was trying to boast to you how great it is because I'm not good at cooking, but I thought, watch this now, Pat, I'm going to make you some potatoes and they're absolutely rotten and we had to throw them out. So that gives everybody an idea of how useless I am when it comes to cooking. So Weber, which is a brand that is sort of known for high quality barbecues, um, have brought out a device called the Weber Genesis EX335GBS. So it's a lengthy name, but this is a very, very smart barbecue. The idea is that it's a, a gas barbecue. It is very big. It's not massive, but it's quite big in terms of, you know, if you have family and friends around over the summer, this is the ideal device to use. But what I love about it is that it pairs to your phone um, and it'll then send you a notification when the barbecue is hot enough for cooking. There is a thermometer that you can stick into whatever you're cooking to ensure that you're cooking it to the exact temperature that you want. And then the dream thing for me, who again is absolutely useless, is you open the app and you select that you're cooking, whether it is steak, burgers or fish, and it will give you the guide times uh, to ensure that you're not overcooking or undercooking, which is super important, any element of it. Um, it is porcelain enameled and it's cast iron and the grates on it. Um, there's a sear grate, which again is very, very useful if you are trying to do your uh, steaks or your burgers or anything like that. There's also the uh, the side hub as well, which enables you to say if you wanted to boil some vegetables to go along with your barbecue, you can put a pan on the right hand side of the barbecue. There's a lot of tech on the front of the device. All of the buttons and the knobs are uh, they, they can light up when it's dark. So again, just making it that bit easier if you are a total fool like me and trying to barbecue in the dark. That is the dream. The one thing I would say, as much as I love it and as much as it is very tech enabled and very powerful, this is quite expensive. So this model is €1,800, which is a significant amount of money for a barbecue. However, during my review period with it, we did all kinds of everything on it and it was just an absolute joy to use. But if you are looking for something slightly more affordable and with less bells and whistles, uh, the range does start from around €500. And then as you move up, you're getting more features. But I have to say this, uh, the one that I had was absolute, it was a lot of fun to use and um, we didn't get food poisoning the once. Very good. Congratulations on Thank that particular you. feat. Um, <laughs> now, by the way, we have an air fryer. We also have a Weber barbecue, but the, the air fryer is brilliant for yeah. cooking things. By the way. Just in case people think they don't work well, they do, they do, they do. Anyway, let's uh, talk about the questions. I'm writing a book and just need a laptop for writing. Can you advise what you think would be suitable? That's from Annabelle. That's all she wants to do. Well, then the world is your oyster, Annabelle. Um, you can, it depends on what budget you want, but uh, what budget you have. Something like a Chromebook will do absolutely fine. What I would recommend if you are writing a book and when you're writing your book, write on something like Google Drive, which auto saves because you don't want to have that nightmare of, uh, you know, not saving any of your work and losing thousands and thousands of words. So I would look at a HP Chromebook. Uh, if you want to go something a little bit fancier, slightly more expensive than maybe the Lenovo idea pad is worth checking out just make sure that um, like ideally you'd go into a store and take a look at them because the keyboard is super important when you are someone who's spending a lot of time writing you want to make sure that the keyboard is as comfortable as possible and as ridiculous as it sounds you want to make sure that you have a good click on your keys 
Uh, Jess, my husband and I want to get smartphones with internet, of course. Is it best we get something cheap and good for the start till we get used to them? We're both in our late 70s. And would we need a laptop also? We only have the small Dora phone at the moment. That's from Mary. So, Mary, it depends on, I suppose, what you want to use uh, the, the, all the devices for. Um, in terms of getting the, the phones, Nokia have brilliant phones at the moment that I think would be ideal for you in terms of getting you online. Uh, they have big enough screens so that you'll be able to watch a, uh, some videos, that sort of stuff. And it also means that the keyboard will be nice and large for you when you are texting. So there's the Nokia 5.3, which is in and around €160. Euro. Um, and I think that could be a good starting point. Uh, see how you get on with that. I wouldn't go down the route of buying a laptop unless you absolutely need one. So I think start with the smartphones and then uh, you can add to your tech collection if you need to. Interesting one from Anne. My computer storage keeps filling up within minutes of deleting data, photos, etc. No matter what I do, I can't keep the storage space free and hence the computer is very slow, is not working well. Can you advise how to keep it clear and how best to store the hundreds of photos that I take of my baby girl? This sounds like uh, the cloud coming to bite you in the backside. There are certain, I don't know what program you're using um but when you say if you use something like OneDrive, for example, which is Microsoft's cloud, um, it'll allow you to move all your storage to the cloud. But you can actually have an option to keep all the content on the device as well as in the cloud. And that could be why if you are trying to um, move stuff off the device into the cloud, that's happening. So it's just restoring it automatically. It says, oh, that picture has gone. Better put it back. Yeah, exactly it, which is a pain in the face. Um, so I think your options are you can, uh, if you are using something like OneDrive, just make sure that everything is saved to the cloud, not locally onto the device. Alternatively, and if you'd find it easier, you might be able to buy an external hard drive, something like the Seagate um, external hard drives are excellent. Um, and that would then give you extra storage. It'll be plugged into your laptop the entire time and you can just pull uh, your content across as and when you're done with it. Can Jess recommend the best laptop for an art stroke design student? Yeah, I think, again, they can be quite expensive, but um, the Microsoft Surface devices are fantastic. The Surface Pro range um, are excellent and you have the S Pen compatibility, or that's not the, the Microsoft Pen, sorry, the S Pen is Samsung's one, but the Microsoft Pen um, to interact with what you're, um, you know, designing, that sort of stuff. So I think the Surface is the way to go. Yeah, there's another one in related field, I suppose. I need a laptop with a minimum screen size of 15 inches for CAD applications. That's the computer-aided design applications, uh, Microsoft Works, etc. The budget between 1.5 and 2K. That's from Liam. Well, that's like you, you have a healthy budget there. So again, I would look at something like the um, Microsoft Surface range. They have all kinds of screen sizes now. There's a wide range of devices uh, that you can get depending on your preference. So I would absolutely look at the Surface range. I'm still using the Surface Laptop 4 and I highly recommend it. Um, so again, if you can go online and take a look at the different setups and see which one takes the most amount of boxes for you, I think you should be happy with that range. Uh, Kenneth in Dublin says, my wife has a Series 3 Apple Watch. She loves it. I was thinking of buying her a Series 6. Is it worth upgrading? She uses it for all the usual stuff. Yeah, it's funny. I went out two weekends ago and I bought myself an Apple Watch SE, which is um, kind of the budget version, if you know what I mean. So I think it was in around 300 euro or thereabouts. The key difference between the Apple Watch 3 
the Apple Watch SE and then the Apple Watch 6 is that the Apple Watch 6 has notions. So it has all kinds of health tech that the older models don't have. So if you are someone who is worried about your heart rate, if you want an ECG monitor, if you uh, monitor, if you want the slightly better screen, then it is worth getting it. Personally speaking, I being me sat down and I looked at the spec across all of them. And in terms of value for money, I thought the SE was the best value for money because I'm not someone who needs that level of ECG data. I think the Apple Watch 6 is still in and around 450 euro, which is quite a lot of money. And I don't know that your wife would notice a massive leap between the three and the six, to be completely honest. Uh, This one is interesting and uh, alarming. I received a message into spam last week. I haven't opened it, but what I could see, it said, I'm aware that blank, 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 blank is one of your passwords. I immediately changed that particular password. Should I do anything else? How can I strengthen my other passwords? And uh, should I delete that message from the spam? Yeah, delete it, delete it. That happened to me uh, about 18 months ago and I, I just panicked immediately because it was a password and it's a very random password so they absolutely have my password and that very often happens when you have been targeted by a or you've been impacted by a data breach so the website that I always mention is haveibeenpawned.com and pawned is spelled p-w-n-e-d.com and if you go on there you'll be able to see what websites your email or phone number have been compromised on so if you go on there and then you check the different services log into those different services and ensure that you change your password. Ideally, you wouldn't use the same combination um, of email and password on multiple services because when you do that, if one of them is impacted by a data breach, they're all impacted. So um, just to try and ensure that you have as tough a password to crack as possible. Okay, and a final one, iPad or iPad Pro or iPad Air, willing to spend about a thousand, used for reading, grading, remote laptop type work, needs to be highly portable as I work out too, will be getting a keyboard and a mouse as well. I'm rather techie. What would you recommend? Go for the iPad Air and invest in the Magic Keyboard and the Pencil and you will get all of that for your thousand euro. I'm currently using the iPad Pro and we're going to be reviewing it in depth next week. And while it is fantastic, I do slightly miss my iPad Air. I think it's the perfect size. It's highly portable. It's highly powerful. Uh, So if I were you, I would go for that and then get all your accessories as well. Very good. Jess Kelly, our technology correspondent. Uh, Thank you very much. (music) 